We are live from Nubian Human in the Anacostia Art Center in historic Anacostia, Southeast Washington, D.C. And this is the Neighborish Livecast. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Super Dave, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible. Super. And with me, as always, is D.C.'s native son. Hey. The SC3 representative. Hey. Jay Sun. What's up, Hello. brother? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself, brother? I'm doing good, man. I don't have any complaints. That's what's and, up. And um, you know, we we continuing our trend of great shows. Oh, I see a notebook yeah, popped yeah, yeah. out. Right. And so what's happening is I like <laughs> doing notes. the notebook <laughs> better because it frees me up to take comments on the live on my phone. Okay. Oh yeah, phone. yeah. That's so, smart. Now you always ate uh, you. Well, you know, I do what I can. Mm -hmm. uh, I try. You know. So um, we continuing our. Uh, this is all about you. Are those here. notes about me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can't let you me. see it. Stalker, yeah, yeah. stalker day. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> so we continue in our trend of having great shows. Our guest today is actually, um, I don't want to go as far as to say one of my favorite people, but I thoroughly enjoy conversing Aww. with her. Thank you, Dave. And uh, uh, it's pretty dope. And you guys are going to see. She's an accomplished author. Um, accomplished. Uh, yeah, she uh, and a advocate for... Uh, wait a minute. Don't I can't be making this shit up. Either. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm making it up. As <laughs> that's what it trip. sounds like he's no, about not, to do. That's like, not what it really says here. It says all kind of all the bad I was stuff. About to no, say. but uh, accomplished author and an advocate for continuous self-reflection, self-awareness, and self-love. These themes that are constant about right. throughout her literary works. You can find her uh, three books. And I have them here. Oh, oh he got man, that's, Dave that's how, don't be playing no games out here in these streets. Point Pull them out, Dave. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing. Yeah, I got you. Cause look, cause you're you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, Dave. You don't want to get this treatment here. So okay. um, he's lying. Loving inward, hello, hello. living outward, and looking forward. Yep. It's his favorite the one. Critically acclaimed. Like critically open your mind before you open your legs. Mm. And the follow up to that one: open your mind before you open your mouth. You can find all of these books on Amazon. The author is here with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, Brittany Presley is in the Hi. What up, what up, what so up? Glad to have her here. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's happy good. to be here. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Jason. Thank you so much hey, for coming hey. through and kicking it with us. We haven't seen you since we were on the other show. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. To, well, it's, we not it's, talk about it's that. a long, yeah, I'll tell all you after right, the week. Right, we got to right. talk about it. Later. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Let's skip that. But uh, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Like I said, I always enjoy conversing with you. We got to talk about your journey, your books, what you're doing now, and all that. But first, there's a lot of things going on in the city, in the country, in the world that we need to talk about. Oh, yeah, what's Let's going on? Dave. And we're gonna talk about it right now. Let's do it. I wanna um it, it's been a lot. Like last week I was saying, yeah, it's not really anything going on. Why did I say that? Man, what will uh, one week will do? Yeah, yeah, because um yeah, it's a lot going on now. Um so um I'm gonna start like uh it's a lot of heavy stuff too, and it, that kind of like uh, you know, it's things that we need to talk about. But I tried to balance it with some not so heavy stuff, but I do have to start off uh talking about the um the Greenway cookout. Um, on 33rd uh, Saturday night into Sunday morning uh, with the shooting uh, that happened. It, uh, about 20 people got shot. One person um, did pass away from that shooting. And, and the, the crazy thing about it, not that the shooting itself isn't crazy, but um, the, the whole vibe of the cookout is done every year by the guy who runs the Eat Clothing Line. Oh, that was Malik joint? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I heard yeah, he, he was called doing it, a cookout. It was yeah, that joint. He called it 33rd and Eat. Oh, yeah. man. And it was right there. And um, yeah, there was a ton of people there. It was successful all day long. It was peaceful. It was calm. They closed up. Um, from what I'm hearing, they closed up around 11, 11.30, and people were just like kind of hanging out, you know, right. you know how people do. Yep. And uh, it was a bunch of like a lot of people still left hanging around. And um, uh, after that, I don't know whether it was an altercation or just somebody tripping, but 
somebody came through shooting and uh, about 20 people at the last count got hit and then the one gentleman uh passed away he was 17 years old um and he had a son and he had a a one-year-old son that's crazy so yeah yeah and it's a um you know uh the the there's been a lot of talk and um you know about the violence in dc and uh, a lot of the uh, the negative things that have been going on and a lot of people have been impassioned uh jay and i before the show were talking about um instagram posts from um one of one of DC's biggest names, uh, G from uh, Backyard Band, and he put up. Uh, I think it was like what two posts, like back to back, right? Because the first one was before it happened, and it was just like an impassioned plea. I guess he's been seeing all the stuff that's been going on, and he was really like uh, heartbroken, and you could see it, and you know, almost coming to tears, just just uh, pleading with the youngest to put the guns down, mm-hmm. uh, pleading with like the older people to to get out there and you know interact with these kids. Mm-hmm. He said they need hugs, they need love, and then. After this thing happened, he took he came back to uh to Instagram and um it was it was pretty much a lot of the same, but even more there was more of a sense of urgency to it. Just seeing you know uh, this latest shooting, man. He was talking about because he's such a um, you know a big figure in the area, people reach out to him constantly and he said he's been seeing a lot of mothers reaching out to him we got to do something you know i lost my son i lost my daughter i lost my nephew you know just people losing family members and stuff and um you know uh it was the post was extremely heartfelt i could tell that it was coming from a place of uh somebody who's you know uh, really just just tired of seeing you know young people taking each other's lives and uh, and I know, uh, you know, the conversation that Jay and I had, he had an interesting, you know, uh, take on that whole situation. And, uh, you know, yeah. What were you saying, Jay? Well, I, you know, because uh, I didn't even watch the entire Big G joint because as soon as he started, uh, you know, voicing his, his position, I felt his pain. Like, I empathized immediately. But then I also could recall uh, in, in the past, uh, specifically with Backyard, Red Essence and um and what band? Me pleading with the bands to to like, can y'all please add like a little bit of uh, positive, you know? Cause I would I I go to the go go for like spiritual up, upliftment because there's a certain frequency with the drums, with the with the percussion, like the pocket beats, the Congo. So it's like I go for like a spiritual. Uh, uh, vibe, a frequency, but but all the music, my whole life, I've been going to the go-go since I've been a teenager, and all of the content is always, you know, shoot a nigga in the head, and, and for the yeah. women, shake your ass, shake yeah, your yeah. ass, get drunk, yeah. turn up, and it's like, it's hard for me to focus and get what I need, so I, I kind of have to focus I have to phase out the words and what they're saying and just focus in on the rhythms and the vibrations and the frequency. And I've I've verbally approached all of those bands like, please, can y'all please like even if it's not a song, like do like a chant, like a chant, you know, what I'm saying that's positive, that will give me some type of upliftment. And the argument is like, well, the people come to hear this, like the people want to get drunk, the people want to shake their ass, you know, they, you know, and, you yeah. know, and all of the songs like guns and, and busting niggas and fucking niggas over and all of that shit. And it's like, you know, for me, some of the most important people in Washington, D.C. culture are the program directors for WPGC and WKYS 
and go-go bands. Like they are more important to the culture of the youth than the mayor or the ANCs or the, you know, the, 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 any politicians, like, because they have the grasp of the hearts, minds, and spirits of the community of D.C. But I've been pleading for years, like, please just do a positive chant, like anything positive. And so to be so angry and so upset and not acknowledge, you know, how scientifically um, music uh, uh, has an uh, effect on the human psyche and that affects the, the, the culture. Like, so if all the music that is being played is derogatory and about death and about demeaning women, then that's what you see. It's, you know, it's, it's very contradictory to, uh, to have this position of peace and stop the violence. But, you know, every third song is like about the gun, is about busting a nigga head, or is about, because even I'm in, uh, in, in G's, uh, uh, Post he was talking about like man we we calling women out their name but like that's all I hear at the show like the whole night mm-hmm. and so it's it's just weird for people to not see that connection of the the music of our culture mm-hmm. and then the outcome of how our culture you know uh, uh, operates so you know it's 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 weird to uh, well it's not weird well, but hopefully it's just being highlighted now. Yeah. Well, because the, the lifestyle is what reflects the music, then mm-hmm. the music just perpetuates the same lifestyle. Over. Right, right. So it needs right. To, the break has to be. You're saying the break should be a music. Well, I mean, because the thing is, it's like I don't ask them to change their music. Yeah. I, I specifically like, yo, I give them the re- like the reason I come to the go go mm-hmm. is for spiritual upliftment. Like, there's no other frequency on planet Earth that is that of a go go pocket. It's tribal. Yeah, it feels yeah. ancient, familiar to me. Mm. And the reason I go, like you can, and I've been going to the go-go for over 20 years. So anybody who knows me, like, yeah, if you go to the go-go and see Jay there, he's going to be right at the stage looking at the band. So I'm not there for the women. I'm not there to interact. I am there because of that frequency that that music gives me. It reminds me of an ancient uh, a tribal time mm-hmm. and I've specifically asked them like please just give me a chance like say anything positive you got two 45 minute sets sometimes three 45 minute sets and all of the sets you know to be quite honest are filled with bullshit like they crank like sonically yeah. but everything that comes out of the microphone is horrible it's horrible you know and that's just being honest you know, about when I go to the go-go because, and I can say that because I specifically go to get like a charge that I, I need. Like I don't get it from anywhere else but go-go music, but I've never, you know, other than like, same thing with hip hop, like in the 80s, you know, there were like some positive mm-hmm. or uplifting, you know, uh, 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 words or chants. But like, you know, since I've been going to the, to the go-go since the 90s, the mid 90s, it's all been horrific content, and you know, uh, and it has shown in the culture of our city. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, your question to him, Brittany, though, was um, was uh, it, it, he was was that asking him if he thought that the music is the thing that should change in that cycle? Uh, did you mean as opposed to the people making the change and then the music having to reflect that? Yeah, because I, people. Even though there's exaggeration, like you talk about in hip hop too. Like I'm not as familiar with Go Go, so I talk hip hop. But I think people people are talking about things that either they've seen or they've they've lived through. And then right. so like so what has to change? 
Yeah. Um, and then now, at, at, at this point, if the music does change, people are going to gravitate towards like that type of music anyway. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting all this comes up because, you know, we've been uh, organizing in my community for the past month or so, ever since uh, 11-year-old uh, Day Day got murdered mm-hmm. around my way. And it's, it's funny because, you know, we've been organized, so each week we have music. Yep. And so it's interesting that subconsciously, without us even thinking about it, when the music's playing, every, like, two minutes, somebody like, oh, turn that off. You got to change that. So it's like the music that oh, we yeah. love yeah. And, mm-hmm. and listen yeah. to, we recognize how horrible it is right. because yeah. children are outside and we don't want our children yeah, to listen yeah. to it. So it's like that, that's a telltale sign without even thinking real hard mm-hmm. that, yo, this is terrible because we don't want our children hearing these words, but it's the acceptable mainstream music that the world is yeah. listening to. Right. But yeah. now yeah. that there's so much death and murder on our doorstep and it's so constant, like with social media and all of the news stories, that it doesn't seem as cool to be talking about busting a nigga head all the time when you're at a place organizing around you wanting the busting niggas in the head to stop. Right. So it's like the music isn't making as much sense. But I think also we, we've gotten, we're older now, right? So maybe like a yeah. decade ago, it wasn't like, we were just, we, we were more less conscious ourselves, right? Right, then, right. Then you, like 10 years go by, now you're older, and it, now you think differently about yeah. like what you want in your, in your space. That, that's true, and I, that's exactly what I was, because, um, you know, I was thinking about how, you, but, but I think it affects people differently, too, because when I was young, like, I was Bone Thugs and Harmony. No, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yo, like, every song, I knew right. all the words to it. Right. I would, could recite it forward and backwards. I was a huge fan. I tried to grow hair, but that didn't work. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I said it to say, like, I never wanted to shoot anyone. Right. Never wanted right. to even, like, I That's don't true. even smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, you know, it's, it just didn't appeal to me. But the music, and I think it was more about the art and how it was packaged for me just because you know um my history with music and stuff it's um but but i I, it never affected me in that way but i've also seen people who were directly affected by music and wanted to Mm -hmm. do things based on uh music and there are certain things that i think uh have influenced me i think it's more like maybe you know um clothing or like maybe decisions stuff but not you know not an attitude of like i'm a killer or anything like that but i have you know uh some people do get emboldened in that way so so i think like like you said it's right it's uh once we become more conscious of that and get older like i listened to bone thugs recently and i was like this is they killed everybody (laughs) like nobody survived their second album everybody's dead now this this weekend i don't know if that's on your list but there was a conversation about cardi b and meg the stallion yeah yeah we're gonna talk about that Go ahead, yeah, let's get into uh, it. And then I, I saw this video. I didn't watch it, but it was a, the headline of this YouTube video. Like, is Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion training our young girls to be thoughts? And I was like, I think that's a hell of a thing to put on to put them put, to put on them. Yeah, because they've been trained. And, and I, I grew know, up a little society. kid in Foxy Brown, and I never once wanted to like. Um, and that's that's true. So what? Uh, well, go ahead with your point, and then I'm gonna ask you a question. No, I was gonna say I never, I never felt like I wanted to be either one of them, but I enjoyed them for like who they, who they yeah. were, and I, I feel like that's a hell of a thing to put on like two, two, two young girls. Right, like right. it's your fault that all this shit is happening. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, and I mean, so I, I feel like um, what they do contributes to it, but I don't think that. Like you said, it, it's tough to put like the blame on them, yeah. but it, it so. Um, what attributes to like all of the things that are happening now, like the, like stripper and 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 literally prostitution culture has become 
you know, like prevalent has become mainstream. And, and I guess uh, to to quote a lot of women, empowering. Well, yeah, yeah. I saw well, a post earlier too that said that uh, stop, you know, um, equating like being a thought or a hoe with sexual, being in sexual a, freedom. Yeah, with sexual freedom yeah. or empowerment. If you want to be that, it's fine to be that, yeah. but don't mistake it with sexual freedom because yeah. there's a line. There is a line. And Number. I think I think that because women have been oppressed for like a long time, right? Then right, women, right. Women want to be like, nah, we're like, this is I'm gonna do what I want to do. If I want to like shake my ass and show my titties, like, and that's, that's what fine. I'm gonna do, right? Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with black people. We've been oppressed for so long that we want our freedom. It doesn't look. It's not making white people comfortable. So I think when when women do it, it even makes other women uncomfortable. And even like when black people do yeah, it, right? Yeah. You say like black people go, "No, nah, this is what we doing." Like we fighting against the system, and even black people go, Shh. "Whoa, whoa, whoa, chill, right? right. Yeah, like, yeah, yo, what's yeah, all yeah. that black also, stuff? Do the, yeah, yeah, yeah. all lives matter, okay? <laughs> right, 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 exactly. <laughs> like, stop. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. And that's an aspect, Jay. I don't think we would have uh, even thought about it if not, you know, the the amount of oppression and how that plays into. Like uh, I always say, it's um, whenever. Um, a wrong is righted to a certain extent. There is a certain level of overcorrection that happens. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, so, yeah, yeah, and then it balances. So, we just kind of in that state right now where everywhere people, because Jay and I were talking about how, um, like, how strongly uh, the the song uh, is defended by women. A wop. Yeah. (laughs) Who would, uh, who would in any other situation probably not be, you know, as defensive. Right. Uh, about something that you know that out there but there's something you know. about that that it caused this much of a stir like there's something other it's not just the song or the lyrics it's something okay. else there to me that it caused this it's, much of a stir. that's an interesting point i mean because it's like i i definitely agree with the people who say yeah we listen to stuff that was provocative and stuff and maybe it's that we've reached that level of maturity sure. so we see it and the kids don't so they're like what the right. younger people don't so they're like right. what's wrong with it she's just saying she has wet you know what's wrong with that <laughs> Mom, you know, and, yeah. that, and that's another. It's yeah. like, um, is there a responsibility to do? Do artists have a responsibility? And this is a like an age old question. Yeah. Uh, how much of that responsibility lays lies on the parents, and then how much of it can they take? Seeing as though um, stuff like like um, uh, Jay uh, Jay Mills had posted uh, about she was upset that there was a radio version of the song. It's like that's not for the radio. You know, it's like this isn't something that should be something that's accessible by people who aren't mentally ready to handle the ramifications of what that song is, right? That's so, not the first song of its kind. Yeah, I mean, that's that, true. <laughs> that's true. But that doesn't make it right, though, right? No, but if, if you're going to have that conversation, why start We got to talk there? about all of it. Yeah. Because we, well, where I mean, to start it? Because that's what's out Where now. to start it, yeah. Yes, I mean, yeah. th- just to answer that specific question, like why I started now, because that is the one that just came out yeah, that yeah. everyone's yeah. viewing right now. Yeah, but so, I mean, that's not the first of its kind. Like, Right, right. And I definitely agree with that. So it's a it's, but it's I don't even think argument. that's the it's argument, though, whether it's the first of its kind or not. I guess you know, it's it's kind of like highlighted. Right is it because we're in quarantine and you know, there's not the focus has been kind of like on these touchy topics or? Well, you know, I think a lot of it too is that we got to understand like all of these songs, including like these dumbass male rappers, are controlled yeah. by white, you sure. know, record labels, and yeah. they, they, there is an agenda. And it's not even hidden. There is an agenda to, to, uh, to, to, I guess, delve into the minds and spirits of black people in particular and have some type of control over our outlook of ourselves. And there's an agenda, you know, by every record label. Like there are meetings, you know, uh, that discuss like uh, specific agendas, specific words, lyrics, colors, 
you know what I'm saying, a symbolism that keep the mind of a demographic that you want to control in place and in alignment with a certain, mm -hmm. uh, you know, framework that fits the society's yeah. comfort level. So they're no different than these dumbass songs by like Future and, you know, all these other like male rappers that, yeah. that have horrible, horrible music. But that then, are very popular. But I think also the responsibility <laughs> is on the record label, right? That's like a, a byproduct, direct by byproduct of the system. But exactly. Then, but then you have someone like Rhapsody who put out an album, I think, last year. And then it, it doesn't, then people don't, want, not that people don't want to listen to her, but that, that type of content where it's, it requires you to think a little bit more, it's like mm -hmm. a little bit more cohesive. It's not just right. a boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. Like, then people don't gravitate towards that. So yeah. then we have a responsibility too to like uplift, like put that music in the forefront. I agree. And not just, um, not just talk shit about the ones we don't. Well, I think that Rhapsody, there was an effort to uh, to kind of get it there, but uh, I don't know if it's like the age of people, like why they gravitate toward the 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 train wreck, right? Why they gravitate toward yeah. the the most controversial and the most oh, sure, negative, sure. Not, you know? I, 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 I was gonna say that I think Cardi B. I don't even think people care so much about the sexuality. I think people are drawn to her audacity. Like the fact that yeah. she has like the guts to even do this shit. Like, yeah, the fact that, like yeah. did you really say that? I think that's the part that makes women feel. More, more, yeah. more empowered. I don't really think it's the, the the product of what she's doing. So, you, in your opinion, is that justice? Like, should they be feeling empowered by it? And I'm just I, asking I, the question. I, I I'm not saying I can't they shouldn't. Say whether people should I'm just, or shouldn't. I think right. that's very uh, individual. Okay. Okay. So, but for, but for a woman who maybe like has those thoughts or like doesn't want to share them to see right. someone else do that on a mainstream level, maybe I, yeah. I couldn't say no. Okay. Okay. I didn't feel empowered. I'm already. I feel like. I was already sexually like empowered. Right, 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 yeah. Um, well, yeah, you're you're you, so you're good. You you wrote a book about opening your mind before you <laughs> open your legs. Oh shit. So, hey. so, so you know, uh, you're fine. You'll be good. But I mean, I worry about people. Like younger girls. I wonder. Yeah, I mean, just because they're you know, uh, it's people who are still building that yeah. understanding of the world. And um, but what is that know, song going to make you do? I, I understand the subconscious lyrics and everything, but like, what is that song going to make you do? Or I what think that I think that seeing it, just like the people who I talked about who listen to Bone Thugs or listen to the rap, mm -hmm. and some people, um, it puts them in a position to be more. Um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It puts them. Uh, it gives them more carte blanche. It gives them more um, of a feeling of empowerment to carte do blanche. things that they shouldn't. Hate you. Anyway, what what, what shouldn't they do though? <laughs> um, well, um, the younger people, like people under you know a certain age, shouldn't be. Well, I can tell you one thing. Be, you know, I you saw know, I, I mean, saw a little girl yesterday dancing to it and had like these things around her breasts. Like kind of like cupping her breast, oh, yeah. and she was like seven or eight years old. Yeah, and they were dancing to and the so, song. On, you, on Instagram? So, no, on the street, outside. So what's in the real, in yeah, real so time? What's the limit? So, so it's yeah. like, oh, I guess I that's mean, cool I according to. Remember when Lil? Remember when Lil Kim went to like I think it was the MTV Awards? Yeah, with the titty out. Titty out. I was like, so and I get it because I was like when hardcore came out. I got that album like almost immediately. Every guy did. I wasn't, and it didn't have anything to do with the music. I get oh, yeah. that sex is a huge marketing tool. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like like Jay said, not only is it run by, not only is the industry that is uh, producing this stuff run by white people, but it's also male dominated. Sure, so course. it's what we want to see. Because, I mean, um, I don't know if that was. I don't want to see that, that bro. Like, that, honestly. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, but, it, it's but I'm sure that, most men it, do. The, the yeah. Dominant, yeah, yeah. And I, I wonder how much. Um, say they had in the the direction of the video and right. how it went. 
um, you know, how it was. That's it. I think to, I think that there's also like back to the point about the woman being oppressed. I think mm-hmm. women also make those choices for themselves to to be uh, explicit. And to be exactly. Like, like I heard Cardi B be like, I wanted this song to be nasty. Like you can't just put that on the a record label, like have this direction. Like people, women come up with these concepts and like, okay. this is what I want to do. This is what I want to put out. I, I mean, I, I don't believe she has control of her mind at this point. And that's just subjective to my thought process and, and you know, just being in the industry and understanding how it works from an a, a internal position. I really don't think she she is as self-empowering as people think. I think she is being controlled and manipulated uh, at, in, in a certain level. And, that, you know, that's just based on stuff that I feel I'm not basing that on any facts and it's just an opinion yeah but I don't think she's really coming up with anything herself at this point in her career and I think that started back when she was on reality shows and got the the alley-oop to get a recording contract and you know so I think like there were deals made in regards to 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 guarantee her success so a certain line that she has to walk in order for her to, uh, you know, uh, live the lifestyle that she wants. And I think she has very minimal control and, and um, uh, uh, empowering decision-making in her career. Mm-hmm. And that's just subjective to my thoughts. So don't at me. <laughs> they going to at you anyway, I'm, just saying, like, I'm not saying that's the truth. I'm just saying I'm, gonna a, I'm allowed to like, have. Your nigga Jay crazy. What's wrong with him? <laughs> but it's like wow. a lot of people haven't worked in the industry. Right, right, right. So it's like there's a different insight and, um, you know, to, to be at those executive meetings and understand the agendas and understand like yeah. how deals like what are in contracts. And, yeah. you know, so there's a lot of intangibles that people may not or may know and understand, which is why I just keep that subjective to my opinion. Yeah. OK, cool, cool. So um, so I want to move on because I don't want to stay on this too long because I have another um, uh situation that I want to talk about and ask you guys a question about it specifically and it has to do with the Washington football team uh the Washington football team which is their official name now <laughs> I'm very proud of that anyway the Washington, fo- uh, Washington not. football team running back Darius Geis was officially released last week after he turned himself in amidst domestic violence allegations uh the 23 year old um, faces three counts of assault and battery, one count of destruction of property, and one count of strangulation, which is a felony in Virginia where the charges. Oh, yeah, in Virginia? Fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, County or something. I saw that. Yeah, County. County. yeah. Man. Yeah, he tell you, know, we say Lauderdale County. Anyway. Chill, son. But the team uh, released an official statement via their social media, uh, which read, on Thursday we learned of a potential domestic violence uh, related incident involving uh, Darius Geis. We immediately alerted the NFL and continued to work with them through this process. We then met with Darius and informed him that he was excused from all team activity pending a review of this matter. This afternoon, which was uh, Friday, I believe, they learned uh, that there were multiple charges filed against him and upon review of the nature of the charges and following discussions they have decided to release Darius immediately mm-hmm. now they released him um, less than two hours after he turned himself in so um, I've had uh, conversations a lot of conversations with um, with friends of mine we talked about um, the nature of I hate to say cancel culture but um, just uh, how the, that process happens, how it's so different from the way the American process was supposed to be set up, where it's innocent until proven guilty. And not saying that 
He, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. I have no idea. My question is, if, an, if a, a company, um, you know, does a company have a responsibility to cut ties with someone based on allegations? And before you answer, I understand situations in which, like, um, so, for instance, like a police shooting. Uh, if a police shoot somebody uh, or if they're accused and there's no video or anything, there's no hard evidence and it's their word against the person or, you know, or the police brutality and it's their word against the person. Um, I understand taking them out of, you know, um, I guess circulation, taking them off the street until they figure things out. But to fire someone before they're convicted of a crime or before it's even proven that they did it, should, should companies be able to do that? So I think sports is handled differently than like, different like than other types of corporations so is that's, this, is this a, that's true. Is well no because because i mean at the end of the day they uh the like the washington redskins um is a company football like, they team make money they trade uh, you know stocks no, they sure. make they bring in saying, millions you know, of dollars it's, on it's the set year. up diff- it's set up differently than like yeah yeah no it's it's not set up differently mm, the business the business structure the business structure is not set up differently so it's still a company it's like but but like where you work would not do that they don't well, have no, the, you don't have the the eyes on it like like a NFL team like a major league team. So, but also, I mean, like um, you don't think that you don't think the NFL, the NBA, uh, major league baseball, hockey league, they don't handle things differently than like a. Like, I mean, well, I mean, it's it's people who work for so so. Let's let's say the people who um. Uh, in the situation where like people have been um i guess caught doing well i guess it's different though but people have been caught doing like things that are considered racist mm-hmm. and then the companies fire them or like oh, this themselves from them so it's the same kind yeah. of like i mean companies do take that yeah. stance to separate themselves or like um and and like with tv uh tv personalities and music which is kind saying. of in that same yeah, yeah. I understand you know, arena where there's that level of but even there should they be you know should they be able to separate up to terminate their affiliation with someone based on allegations that haven't been proven well the racist stuff is different because that those, it is and there's, a, diff- there's a whole nother level to it well no it's just because th- those instances are like caught on camera so that's yeah, what and it, uh, w- yeah the nfl's to me seems like the way they do things is very uh, backwards because ben roethlisberger okay. has been in the nfl for a long time and, yeah. he, and he was like sexual uh assault yeah. allegations and I've, I've, al- I've always highlighted that contradiction too because that's yeah. my football team and, yeah, and I've always highlighted that. Like, but yo, what about him? Yeah, I've well, I, al- I've always said that since that happened, and like, no one really even talks about that. Yeah, well, I think they give, and and it's 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 um, there's a certain level of leeway that's given to people who are good at what that's, they that's do. That's what I was. That's what I, oh, okay, okay, That's why okay. I was asking about like yeah, yeah, sports because how it's handled. Sports are, uh, athletes are idolized in our exactly in our culture, exactly. Right? So if you yeah. have, if you're like star quarterback on your like team mm-hmm. and does something, you're gonna handle that differently than if. Like your wide receiver who's not doing shit. Or if you're white, right. because or if you're white. yeah, because yeah. I mean, because you look at like Mike Vick, who was made an example out of, of course. and then you yeah. look at Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. who did much horrible crimes, yeah. much more, you know, uh, uh, horribler is the word. Yeah, you <laughs> much, much <laughs> more <No>. horribler. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, and it's not even discussed at all. He no. he didn't lose one check. He didn't no. miss one practice. He didn't. You know what I'm saying? So it's just. Yeah, it's just the contradiction. I, I think I think if if um if the standard is the same across the board, then right, then yeah. I think it makes it a little bit easier of a conversation. But I think the rules change oh, okay. depending on. Okay, so with the way the rules are, though, so let's let's talk specifically about football. Should they be able to do that? You think because of the visibility, um, the level of visibility of the I person? I don't. And you said I don't. I don't know how the the Washington um football team. Thank you. 
uh, hand, has handled things. <laughs> yeah, I have to laugh so hard. <laughs> <when he's laughs> Sorry. Has handled things in the past. I don't have nothing right. to really go up against you. Like, is that standard for them to release players based off domestic violence? Well, um, I think now, and that's a good question because the the league as a whole has taken a lot of flack about the way they've handled right. domestic violence in the past. Right. So I think that this is an effort for them to uh, kind of show that they're zero tolerance and no nonsense now about it because uh, there have been reports of specific situations that have happened where they've kind of looked the other way and been like, hey, you deal with that as long as you keep throwing that ball. Yeah. You right. deal with that how you deal with it. <laughs> yeah. But so now they're trying to be more um, so I mean, I, I, and I feel like that kind of plays into it just because um, so you, sorry, do, you, do you think that they should be like you think there should be like a, a counseling you're saying you're, is that what you're talking about the, the analogy to like police officers who are violent with the community they take them off the beat and kind of have them doing administrative things you think there should be a, a process like that uh, and, and I think that's what they were originally doing with they they you know excused him from team activities right. but he wasn't fired and and I think that that's more of the, a feasible thing to do just until just because um you know, honestly, there are situations in which sometimes things aren't, you know, what they seem, or it may be a situation that's different. That's, and I don't think that's for the reason I asked that question is the the ultimate conclusion that I would come to through these conversations is like I don't know if that's for your company to decide. Like, there's a legal ram, there's legal ramifications that then will dictate mm-hmm. your company's right. Like, if you obviously did it, you're going to jail, so you can't come to work. So we can go ahead and fire. Yeah. But uh, but if you did, if you're innocent and somebody's vindictively doing this, or for whatever reason it's a misunderstanding, whatever happens, if that comes out, then you know you have to go through the process of trying to get your job back and right. things of that nature and it's just and then you're always to a certain extent labeled a certain way after mm-hmm. you know um like once that bell is rung it can't be unrung it's like somebody somewhere is like that nigga did it you know <laughs> and so so it's it's a tough thing and i just want to know if you guys you know mm. what do you think jason did, it, did, it, did i stop um uh, what prolific britney presley <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just i don't know yeah. yeah, I don't have an answer. Yeah, it's to a, it's be a tough one, right? And yeah. that's what I kind of came to too. So I'm glad that somebody smarter than me came to. It. So go ahead, Jay. <laughs> no, nah, I mean to be quite honest, I don't, I I don't care because I don't I don't. That's his answer to a lot of things. Well, well, just because I don't put any trust and faith in these institutions and organizations in anything outside of what I'm affiliated with to do what's right, to do what's just, to right. do what is you know, um, deemed as equal and fair. I think because they're corporations built off of like, uh, you know, most billion dollar and million dollar corporations in this country are built off of like slave labor or somebody's murder or somebody's oppression or somebody, you know what I'm saying? So to look for uh, righteous behavior in, in certain institutions or in certain people I just don't put my time into that principally because I don't expect that from them. So like the, all of these uh, uh, slave trade sports organizations, I don't expect, you know, um, valor and honor and, and, and uh, anything righteous from these people. Like if they do it cool and it works mm-hmm. and it gets them their, uh, their visibility that they need and it keeps their sponsorships and all of that. Like I understand the game, but I, I'm not necessarily looking like my heart and energy isn't invested in them, like doing the right thing or operating their, their uh, institutional organization in a just way. Like I don't have those expectations. Okay. I don't. uh, So, so it's like, however they handle it, you know, it's good for them. I, yeah, I, I, it goes. I don't care. Like, you know, what I'm saying like I can just be responsible, like, 
you know, with people and institutions and organizations that I know, I'm like, yo, they need to do the right thing. And right, they need right. to be on this, you know, the right side of this position. But with institutions that I feel are, are based in criminal background, you know, I don't have, you know, so when they do do the right things, it's kind of cool. Like, oh, that's that's a good look. But it's like, I'm not, yeah, exactly. But I'm not invested in it or expecting it per se. Yeah. I think it's up to each organization is going to, they have their own, I guess, hierarchy of what's important. So maybe right, some right, people right. like domestic violence is like horrible, but racism, eh, not too bad. Right. You know, exactly. That's good. my point. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you know, that's based on what's popular at the moment. That's like true. it has nothing to do with like these the companies don't care about right. you. And I remember. You think, think about like Me Too movement when that started. Yeah. People, yeah, yeah. people were like very touchy. Like companies mm-hmm. are like, oh, oh no, we can, this is no nonsense. No. Then, yeah, like, then racism becomes a thing. Yeah. Like, and, so now thing. They're and then like Starbucks so, yeah, yeah. is like, we have to go to like right. training. Yeah. 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 And just imagine like how many, uh, 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 domestic violence incidents probably happened in the 60s and 70s yeah and it's yeah. like you know you There's know when football right players used to drink yeah. beer before the game right. and you know you know so they in all, the 80s they used to but, but because <laughs> there was probably no outrage like people probably just allowed players to beat their wives or that was the culture and it wasn't yeah. there wasn't like a upheaval about it but right. now in modern times, like, you know, it's on people's minds, very similar to what you're saying about, like, the racism now. Like, back in the day, people didn't care. No. You know, but yeah. now that you can get in trouble, and, like, it... it uh, they want to save face for it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, they want to yeah. save money. If they yeah, feel like they're going to lose some type profit of money. margin, yeah. yeah so, yeah. like, that's why I don't invest my, my emotional energy in, like, yo, y'all need to do the right. You know, it's like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever y'all do, man. <laughs> that's, that's Jay in a nutshell there. Yeah. But, um... So um, talk about one more thing, and then we're going to get into the interview, because I got a lot of questions to ask you, um, a lot of deep personal secrets that <laughs> here on the show today. Um, you know, all for the ratings. It's not about, it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. But um, but I did want to um, mention, like I said, it's a lot of heavy stuff going on. The, um, lawyers for Amber Geiger, mm. the former Dallas policewoman who wow. murdered 26-year-old Botham Jean. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? We know who you're talking about. Yeah, talking about. In, in his own apartment in 2018, the lawyers have filed an appeal against her murder conviction. Her attorneys are requesting that uh, she should be acquitted completely of uh, the murder charge um, for which she was sentenced for 10 years um, to 10 years in prison for, or that she get a lesser charge of criminally negligent homicide. Her lawyers are arguing that her actions were justified because she thought she was in her own entering her own house, so perceiving a threat she had the right to use deadly force. Even though she also had a taser and pepper spray uh, at the time uh, of the incident, her attorneys argue that police are trained not to use those non-lethal alternatives when their life is, their life is being threatened. And that's that's just uh, but how is yeah, her life of, being threatened? He's sitting on the couch well, eating yeah, ice yeah, cream. That's what I'm saying. The threat so that even even if it was, was her house, right? Let's just give her that dumbass argument. Yeah. Like if the, the niggas in his drawers <laughs> eating ice cream on the couch, like you know, like it ain't like he was coming towards her or even acknowledged her. Well, I think the threat was that um, he that was her ice cream. She wanted to. I'm, just, I'm sorry. No, this is a terrible time. This is not oh, come on, I'm Dave. Sorry. I am sorry. I'm just, but no. You know, but, yeah, uh, but yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's foolishness. It's uh, terrible. And um, this, uh, I, you could foresee that this whole course of action, um, the witness that, the, um, that they originally had that said that he heard uh, her knocking on the door and then arguing with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, both in, 
I hope I'm saying it right. Anyway, uh, before the shooting, which directly contradicts her story that she just went into the house and saw him and started and, you know, called out to him and, you know, uh, shot him or whatever. Uh, you know, he was killed. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. gone. So uh, there's nobody to refute the the claim that yeah. she thought she was going into her house now. So I, I feel like they were just like, just stay in there long enough for everything to cool down. Yeah. yeah. We'll do the appeal and you'll be free. So, um, yeah. And, you know, they hugged her and fixed her hair and yeah, you know, yeah, all, all of that. that so it's like, yeah, it's already some type of, some some type of movement yeah. at work. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what's your question about that? Should she, Oh, well, I didn't really have a question. Oh, okay. I'm just like, kind oh. of reporting the news oh, on that oh, one. Okay. Which is, I, I do that from time to time, too. Oh. That's why you got notes. See his I notes. Mean, if you wanted to answer a question, oh, I don't have about no, it, what do you think I, about no, it? No, I think they just let her stay in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she definitely should. But, um, of course, it's, you know, this is the, the world and the system that we live in. So, yeah. you know, nine times out of ten, she'll be out pretty soon. Yeah. Walking the streets. Her and, yeah, all the, all the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, right. and it's like everybody's so gangster. And so, you know. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. That's a darker. Um, let's get into this uh, interview. Okay. Hi. What's up? How are you? Welcome. It's good to see you. It's been a while. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said nice to meet me? Yeah. We, I think we knew each other. I mean, you starting out with, like, square one, so. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> saying hi. That's all. Gosh. Overcorrecting, I don't know. No, but uh, got real questions on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always right out the question. He's not playing. Job. He's he's, he's real for a living, kind of. Uh, not really. Um, so I want to talk to you because um, I'm a big fan of your your uh, your books That's and good. your uh, your social media affirmations that you put out mm-hmm. and uh, and musings that you put out on a regular basis. Yeah. And what musings? Oh, H U. I said uh, music. Music. Oh, oh no, you got music out no, too. No, no, I, 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 I yeah. thought you were telling she me She expanded during the quarantine. <laughs> Drop these no, bars. No, right. You know, I, um, I appreciate just, um, you know, the fact that you see the need for this information to be out there. And instead of, like I always say, it's, uh, it takes a certain type of person to see that need and not be like, oh, there's a need. And they're just going about their life. <laughs> but to actually make an attempt to fill it with information and with wisdom and, you know, um, your insight and so that, that's appreciated and then it, and it's entertaining too i think that, thank you. you know you're pretty cool i've noticed too before i get too deep into it like from your um you know your uh, posts and your pictures and stuff you got a mean t-shirt game oh like, thank and you i really appreciate the, the t-shirt because I, I, yeah. I i'd like to you know the the nice t-shirts myself i'd like, like to express to. myself through t-shirt yeah yeah definitely Okay, Maya Angelou, yeah. dope, dope. Yeah, we got to talk like, about where you get your t-shirts from. Oh no, we can't talk about that. Couple of secret places. We can't talk I, about. I was going, we the t-shirt official <laughs> too. I was going to share some stuff, but that's all right. No, you don't have to tell oh, me no. nothing. How would I leave? See? No, see, no, no, no. Don't look at it. No, okay. but uh, <laughs> but so I wanted to ask you about that insight that you shared. When did you realize that your insight could be helpful to others, and um, you know, kind of decide to start sharing? And like social media. Yeah, or oh. even like with the books too. That was around 2012. I didn't look okay. at it like people need to hear what I have to say. Okay, well, how, how does that seem? Because <laughs> I mean, that seems like because why else would you put out a book? Not nah, well, technically. So at the time, I graduated college in '09. Okay, and then I from went, where? Uh, Sacred Heart. It's in Connecticut. Okay. Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then um, I realized like the three things that make us an adult that I was taught up to that point was like getting married, having kids, buying a house. Mm-hmm. And I realized like I didn't know how to maintain those processes so i could I okay. physically have a kid like you're pregnant have a kid but like how do you raise a kid i could right, physically right. buy a house but how do you maintain a household i could like physically um get married but how do you maintain a healthy marriage right, so i just admitted right. to myself like all these things i was taught i'm supposed to do to be an adult i did not know how to 
like go through with the process. That's so interesting that nobody thinks that everybody just does it. Then when yeah. they get there, they're like, I have no idea I'm what I'm doing. I had that pause when I graduated, like, oh shit, like I don't know what I'm doing. Right, right, That's just right. like how I am with myself. Like, I can okay. be real with myself. So I feel like everybody celebrates like the bridal shower and like the the baby shower and the and the wedding, but no one mm-hmm. like talks about what happens after those right, right, are over. right. So I just started like I was just freaking out. I was having like anxiety a lot at that time. Okay. Um, and then the following year, I went to grad school just to like figure out how. Where'd you go to grad school? Oh, Quinnipiac. Do it. I can't do it. All right. Quinnipiac. Uh, <laughs> Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. Yeah. Quinnipiac. Get yeah, it. Nope. Did I say it wrong? Yes. Say it one more time. Quinnipiac. It's one word. Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. <laughs> I feel like that's what it's, I it's a tribe, Dave. Quinnipiac. Tribe, yeah. Like, so is, should I say if it Quinnipiac? Is it how fast you say it? Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. No, don't don't do the I like that. Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. Uh, Quinnipiac. Oh, oh, okay. So let it flow. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I was putting Quinnipiac. the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Syllable. Right. syllable. <laughs> uh oh. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so you. It was so a joke. Go ahead. I'm going to just proceed so we can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we there you go. Pass that. Yeah, we're we're going to power through. Yeah, you yeah. can't mention co- colleges. I, I'll stop you every time. Okay. Yeah. That's the only. That's it. Okay. All right. So then that was 2010. And then I started like. No, I was moving away from like the party life. Like I was getting mm-hmm. more mature, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then as, um, we, as we do. Yeah. yeah. And then so I was re- I started reading uh, Deepak Chopra hmm. back then, a, a book of secrets. One of my friends gave it to me. Nice. And I like rearranged my whole process of like how I thought about life. So I, it was okay. more like, oh shit. I think if I'm confused about life, other people my age are probably confused too, and they just don't have the audacity that you're talking about to. Got that Cardi B audacity, right? Yeah, yeah. Or just like to admit that they don't know what they're doing. Right, like right, right. Honest with myself enough, and I just I started to feel responsible. Like I have this information, mm. I should probably share it. That's mm. how it started. It wasn't like I'm gonna be this like acclaimed it, author like Dave it was, says. It was a so it was a sense of responsibility. Yeah, that's what wow. I, yeah, that's what I felt, and, that, a, and it just turned into something else. Right, right. So, um, so how did that sense of responsibility uh, manifest itself into a book? Like, how did you decide? Okay, I'm a. Well, I felt at the time I wasn't, social media wasn't what it was now. So right, wasn't right, using right. like Facebook and Twitter. I mean, they were using it, but it wasn't the way we do it now. Yeah, there's it wasn't no, as. There's no apps on our phone. Back right, then, right. people had Blackberries. I think we had like what, Black Planet and MySpace? And nah, stuff? no, I, no, at this time, it was tw- uh, Twitter was there, Facebook was there. I was trying to take you back further I when I was no, in no, college. No, don't, try, don't make me that old. <laughs> right. My, MySpace was like pre 09. Right, yeah. Was, uh, MySpace is like, oh, Four that's what I said, pre-09. Yeah. Yeah. He said that's a pre-me. It was already done. It was already done. <laughs> right, right. It was gone. You're but right. I'm I sorry. Know what, you're I'm the one that said syllabi. I know. I know what. Uh, no, it was, it's a, no, so it was it's a joke about putting syllabus. the emphasis on I the got, wrong I got syllable. It. I got his H-U humor. Emphasis on the wrong syllable. You're doing Yeah, he's putting the emphasis on the wrong thing it? on purpose. So... You, Okay. They ahead. might not teach that at Sacred Heart. I wanted to make you know right, right. Hate you. Saying, represent <laughs> represent <laughs> your shit, Dave. Yeah, sarcasm. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah, say straight yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, I learned that, yeah, by myself. So, um, what, what were we talking about? I have no idea. No, you were uh, talking about. When I was saying. You talking shit. You messed me up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but talking about how um, that responsibility oh, manifested uh, into it. Oh, yeah. I would just. Uh, yeah, so social media wasn't what it was now. So the only thing I thought of was to just write. Okay. I was like writing poetry at the time, so I get. Okay. It was just writing was on my mind at the time. It really wasn't a some super well thought out thing. I was just, oh, like, okay. I'm gonna write this down, and I just thought a book made sense at the time. It's so interesting that um, the the deeper, heavier things that people don't usually 
like uh catch or dwell on like we were talking about like how uh you know when people graduate they're like oh i'm supposed to get married i'm supposed to have a baby so people don't dwell on the fact that they don't know so uh they don't really worry about it they just go and do it yeah. but something like um you know um bringing out some a literary work they'll take their time and really but you like it's the opposite like you focused on that no, stuff yeah. but then the literary you're like yeah i'm just do that i'm just yeah. write a book no that's i'm gonna write a book my brain kind of works that way that's that's that's, that's but i was having dope. anxiety i think that the anxiety triggered me to think Okay. Like, like why? Like why am I feeling this way? Then I realized, like, oh shit, I'm. I feel like I'm supposed to do these things, and I don't know how to do them. Makes sense. It was just Makes as simple sense. as that. You still feel like that? Uh, no. Okay. No, this you is got like a better a, this grasp. Was a, yeah, this was a decade ago. Okay. Yeah. I had to okay. like spend time correct, like unlearning and relearning. So that took a long time. That's but, a huge part of yeah, yeah. Learning is unlearning. And then you, we live in a world that our parents didn't grow up in. So exactly. Yeah. Things exactly. that our parents can help us with, but a lot of it. Is relevant relevant to this world that we live right, in. Right, right, right. So they're gonna say, "Oh, they do this," and it's like, mm, maybe 10, yeah. 20 years ago that, that was work, cool, but, but that don't work now. No. Mm, so. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember any of the poetry that you wrote? Uh, Spit a poem. I, I, have a, I have a nah, I have a <laughs> blog that I was using, like Blogspot. I think. <laughs> okay, okay. I was writing. I was just writing it there. Oh, okay. So like it's somewhere it. out there in the yeah it interweb. Is, it is there. You can search and find it. I'm don't, gonna try to don't find go. It. No, I'm, I'm gonna look. You, you shouldn't have said anything about it. Interweb. So, um, so that started you writing, and um, so uh, let's see, what made you start to share your uh, thoughts and affirmations online? Like, I said, you moved away from the writing because the world is more visual. You were saying, yeah, and I didn't have anything else to. I think writing is limiting. Like, once you write a book, it's, you write it, but to talk about experiences is, uh, is different. Sense. So, I, yeah, so yeah. social media kind of picked up. Mm, I started using it around 2012 in this capacity. Someone from like right. the drunk college kid to like quasi-mature though okay so quasi-mature yeah i was yeah. like everybody's on social media so i'll just start sharing things there right not a set right. intentions for why i use social media that's that was like the only way i can get through it is to like set an intention yeah because it's so distracted by it's it. so easily distracting yeah. like i'll get on there to do something and then an hour later yeah. i've seen all the cat videos right. and haven't done Ew, it you watch cat anything. videos well, are great I was using that as a joke they are i, I, don't, I don't you don't like cat videos mm -mm. they're great you don't like mm. cats you're a dog person is what it is but uh, dog, dog videos are, cool, are great but too. I, but I like watching the videos of people get um, men get their uh, edge ups. I get like, um, <laughs> and I like. <laughs> what was that reaction? Oh, what's the point? <laughs> I like cooking videos. It's something very satisfying about like a fresh, a fresh cut. I enjoy that. <laughs> I'm trying to like because uh, Jay's face is just like I haven't seen him make that face. I don't know. But anyway, let's go. Boy, it was just weird his reaction to you saying that. That is very satisfying. I watch from time. You to guys time. watch cat videos. Like, don't be let me raising your eyebrows. Well, I, I, I like an, I, well. I watch animal video. I like all animals. Okay. I'm an animal guy. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all. Okay. Very animalistic. I don't know. But anyway, um, so you said you did write before the books, like you wrote. Uh, yeah, you were writing poetry. poetry so yeah, that was yeah. Kind of your introduction to it. Yeah. Then I just I just took that into like, um. I took some of the poetry from the website and added it into the book. Oh, okay, yeah, because there are some poetic pieces yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, in the first book. Yes. And so um, the the idea of the first book was just that, was just getting that information out there that you thought you were lacking at the time and that you picked up? Or yeah, it was, was just like, it was like rearranging the process. So, okay. so it's called Loving Inward, Living Outward, Looking Forward. So for yep. me, I felt That's like... That's the first book? Yeah. Okay. So I felt like I was like rearranging... It's on Amazon <laughs> right now. Dave, you're such a great marketer. Hey, marketer. I got your back. Let's go. Uh, so I feel like the way I was taught was like, it was like everything outward. Like you look for happiness in the car and mm. the job and the, and the relationship right, and right. the kids, the house. So I was like reversing it. Mm. Like, no, I need those. I need to figure out like who I am for like for myself first. So that's right, where right, right. Came out. I was like really like 
I was like changing the process of how I thought life was supposed to go. So right, really, as, right, much, right. as much as it might be affirmation for other people, it was for me too. Oh, okay. Like if I okay. do, if I reverse the way I was taught how to think, and I do inward first, then outward next, then forward. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's, that's brilliant. Know. And I think that that um, you know, that idea of of uh, seeking fulfillment outwardly is is something that's uh, like you said, it came from that world before us. So it came from our you know our parents and the people that came before yeah. us because um it made me think of last week uh the young lady that we had on here was talking about how um uh before she you know did what she aspired became what she aspired to be her original um you know dreams were to be a fashion designer and mm-hmm. she went to a uh a guidance counselor okay. at the school and she told the guidance counselor say i want to study fashion design mm-hmm. and the guidance counselor told her point blank don't do that you won't make any money Oh, Wasn't that your to, guidance counselor too, Dave? Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, it was a lady name. No, I mean, because it, it, it bothered me because I remember kind of being like that. Her name is Miss Sharp. Oh, and, uh, wow. That, no, Sorry. She, I didn't mean like, to trigger you, Dave. Wow. She, said Sorry. Last week. she said her name last week, so I'm not the first one to do it. But shout out to Miss Sharp uh, for ruining people's eyes. Right. But, uh, but no, no, she's good people. But, uh, but I mean, because, and I say she's good people because that came from that notion of, because that was kind of what the world was at that time, or that. That's what uh, we uh, they perceived it sure. to be, even though even then it was an illusion. It was fake. You know, right. that wasn't what it really was. And so uh, we have, a, I think, uh, our generation and beyond, to a certain extent, have had a better understanding of the, you know, fulfillment that comes that uh, the sustained fulfillment that comes from within. Right. And that's the only way to really sustain fulfillment is if it comes from yourself right. as opposed to from things. That's outside. Still, so that's, cool. even, that's still a pretty foreign concept, too. Right. Like if, right you, if you yeah. tell someone like. No one can make you happy. Like getting married or being in a relationship is not going to make you happy. You have to be happy with yourself first. Like people, depends, people be if, like, "Well, you say that, but if if she got the wop, then it's I'm just playing. I'm sorry. That's a go ahead. That's, no, okay. Uh, but go, go ahead. It was. Uh, nope, I'm done there. You're done. Yeah, you finished with it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just kidding. Oh, I didn't no, mean no. to mess up your. your train. Don't look to him for help. He can't help. <laughs> you. I'm just I definitely can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a. It's a um, the song is crazy. Um, uh, do you have a favorite literary piece that you put out um, of the three that we have here? I like Open Your Mind Before You Open Your Mouth. That's I wrote that to men. Two men. Yeah. And is that um, is there a reason? Like, is it just because it's two men that you like it so much? Or no? Because I feel like well, now we t- men are talking about mental health. That conversation mm-hmm. has become more prominent in our culture, like mental health, right? Uh, like anxiety, depression. Um, men being more present emotionally. Like, so I had that thought to have that conversation with men in 2016. Right. It was, so you did it first. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, Ray J. came out at 444 in 2017. Right. So, and so everybody's we, praising him. Oh and nobody, gosh, nobody knew that I was not. Behind the book, people. <laughs> no, no, so for me, that was more like, it was a little bit more risky for me because I didn't know if like men will be open to that conversation in our culture. Yeah. So it was, it was just, uh, it was just more emotional for me to write. Cause it felt like, where do you start? Like as a woman, there's so many mm. things you want men to know. Like how do you even approach that conversation? And that brings me to my next question. Uh, which, each, which each of, which, which with each of the books, um, but let's start with um, uh, the one we were talking about, open your mind before you open your mouth. Uh, what's the main idea that you want people to, that you want men to take away from it since it's written to men? That men need to love themselves too, and that mm. men and that men need to uh, change the way they view women. Right, right, yeah. right, and that's that's um, 
that's the theme. I feel like, um, and I'm going to ask you if it is, but I feel like that's the theme of open your mind before you open your legs also is that that same concept, but to women, right? Yeah, it's the same exact yeah. concept. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just easier to, it's easier to talk to women because I talk to You're my girlfriends about, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So to so talk to know, men is a little yeah. bit harder. Yeah, so um, a little bit of the technical behind the scenes stuff. So um, the process of writing a book, and I know everybody has their own process, but for you, mm-hmm. uh, from inception to to uh, having a published copy in your hand, like about how long did the process take for you? Hmm. It's not gonna. It's not gonna seem fair. Cause I, I like once I'm on it, I'm on it. Right, so, right, and that's why I said it's different for everybody. Yeah, but, uh, you know. I think the I wrote all of them in a few months. Okay. Yeah, because I was just like on. I was like doing it full, not full. I was working still, but like on the weekends and stuff. I was like all on it. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the process of publishing just takes longer. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was. Uh, it was a little bit ago. A little bit ago. Throwback but, uh, Thursday. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, so you talked about. Uh, 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 let me see. I lost Trump, my another question. You didn't give you no set of questions. I never have questions. He just has them all for himself. He just sits there. Yeah, he just listens to the. Uh, I just listen. interview. Qu- when it's the interview portion, you just sit there. Yeah. So he just only asked you about like football and like racism. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she summed it up. Yeah. Um, I only asked you about. Well, you know, certain guests like I I have questions that I want to you know, so there's no need for me. Yeah, this is his time. Okay, I understand. And then like if I need, I'm like hold up, Dave. Okay. And he'll so that's just how let, he does it too. Say hold yeah, up, Dave. Yeah. So there's no pre. Okay. You know, I, just didn't want make you, I didn't want you to feel like a third wheel here. No, but if he says something, I'm like, hey, what? trigger, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. He asks prolific questions. That's why I keep him around. I like him. <laughs> also, it's the social justice. But right now, it's just you and Dave. I'm okay. just, I'm just here. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just want to make sure because it's people on his live, all the uh, ladies that follow him, and um, <laughs> you know. But anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, you talked about uh, at the time that you were, um, you know, producing the the books that you were working. Um, is that something that you're still you have you Given up work yet to be a full time writer? No, I don't. I don't think I will be a full time writer. Oh, okay. No, okay. Um, I think it's more like I think social media influencer. N- nope. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't feel as powerful. On Tap dancer. Media. What are you gonna do? No, I'm just. No, I, yeah, I still work full time, but okay. I don't feel like um, I don't want to be a social media influencer. Oh, okay. I don't even okay. know. But no, I was just saying because of your affirmations and stuff. But I was. It was more like no, I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing there. My my. Technically, the brand is built like in real life. And I'm right. just sharing the right, know, and so th- that's kind of part of the question. So you have this brand that you built with the books, with the um, with the uh, the social media posts. Like, yeah. what's the next step for that, or is there another step? For yeah, it? I know people keep asking for a podcast. It's just a little bit more difficult to set up. I know people just think like, oh, it's not diff- come on, man, we're gonna talk about this after the show. Yeah, it, it is a little bit more difficult to set up because you gotta like you gotta like make time for it. You gotta be consistent. That's with true. It. You have that's to, true. Like, and it's, like, I edit one-minute videos. Now you got to edit, like, an hour. Yeah. So it's, it's, oh, the editing process is so grueling. Yo, it takes me a minimum, like, three to four hours to, 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 pro- to, to for one one-minute video. And I definitely understand that. Yeah. I, and I edit these shows, which can be up to two hours That's long. What I'm saying. And it's a labor of love. Like, if I couldn't do it for somebody else. That's like, I do that because I love this. You got to do it. You got <laughs> yeah. to really be, yeah. like, all yeah, in. This show would not exist if it wasn't for Dave. Right. Because exactly. I ain't doing none of that yeah. shit. Well, you know. Because people want to put the content out, but then you also got to, like, you, would you trust someone to, like, edit your own shit? Nope. That's what I'm saying. Never. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's what I'm no saying. Ever. That's what like, I'm saying. So, so yeah. It's, uh, so, but uh, you're thinking, like, podcasts, maybe, but it's You're just taking whole... the content to another level. I think that's right, kind of right. where the world is now. People are right. trying to create content, but it's just, right. it's not just about putting the video out. You really got to package it, think about who you're talking yeah. to, how you want, like, colors to look, all the, the exactly. whole scheme. Exactly, exactly. Because everybody else 
does. But I mean, I always tell people it's people who do a lot, a lot more with a lot less. So yeah. try not to think about that too much. Just because, and I say that only because um, your uh, brand of wisdom, I guess, uh, <laughs> is is uh, there's a um, a need for it right now. Like there's a, a demand for it right now. Like the things mm-hmm. that you. Because everybody's looking for something. So many lost sure. people out there right now. Everybody's looking for some kind of guidance, and you actually have genuine, you know, guidance and, and like ideas and things. Oh, I mean, I really believe that. Like your message is one that go you ahead, know, Dave. You know, <laughs> proliferated to the world. Oh, it's not, that's not a hate anyway. you. But yeah, you should. So, um, so yeah, that's what I was asking. What's the so? Yeah, I probably yeah probably just taking content to the next level. Okay. I would say that, and then I probably got to go back to those books and rewrite some of it. Okay, yeah, because like you said, the book is kind of like a static moment. Yeah, and it's, it, yeah you, you moment, can only give so what you fluid. Yeah, you can right, only give right. what you want. So your perspective, my perspective is, has evolved since I, I've written them. Right. So I wouldn't change everything, but I feel like I should go touch them back up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. things things evolve and change, definitely. Yeah. And then the, what's, right. what's socially acceptable changes, like the way we talk, the like yeah, cancel yeah, yeah, culture. Yeah. I, mean, I don't care about the cancel culture, but I'm just saying like you want to be like, if you want people to listen to you. You, you gotta speak the language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when in Rome. You know. Correct. But um, so who are your uh, literary influences, or did you have any like when you were writing, and um, even throughout life? Oh, uh, I, I don't think about influence like more literally. Uh, I don't. Oh, that's what I meant. I don't think of it literally like that. Like I've, I'm influenced by people who just are who have the audacity. Cardi. <laughs> no, 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 I think um, I don't know if I have a, a like. A literary influence. I like Maya Angelou. Okay. But I, th- I would say, like, I'm influenced by music more, like hip hop. So I would say one of my bigger influences is Angie Martinez. Oh, okay. You okay. don't know about, do you know her? Yeah, she's a, uh, she was a, a, the, um, the DJ on the radio, right? Radio personality. Yeah, radio yeah, personality. She's still on the radio in yeah. New York. Oh, I'm she from, is? And I'm from the Connecticut. So yeah. Yeah, I was listening to her since I was like five years old. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, so. cool. Yeah, I remember her on, um, on Ladies Night. Ladies it must night. be Angie on the mind. Yeah, oh, there you go, there you go. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like I, don't, like, no, I don't I don't feel like inspiration is like a one-to-one. You know, I feel, right, like, right, I feel yeah. like it's just like, so I'm inspired by like, her personality, like her audacity. Like the, yeah, way, like, her, yeah. the edginess, the New York, you know. You and this audacity. Yeah, yeah, we just gave her a new buzzword. <laughs> it's better than That's entanglement. That's the name of your podcast. Is it? I don't, I don't think it's better than entanglement. I, I, I rebuke that. Just because entanglement is such a, is such a the context already there the context though. So yeah, it was. It, I don't know, but anyway, audacity. That's the name of your podcast. Yeah, so, right. Uh, yeah, audacity. See, look at that. See, I spoke that into existence. Indeed, I think Dave gets a credit though. I think Dave gets a credit. How I came up with it. Okay, no argument. You got it. I was, I was trying, no. Dave. I was trying. Anybody else, I might have said it, but it's, it's Brittany, so she she can have that yeah. one. Okay. Nah. Uh, so I want to ask you. Um, I can't even talk. But anyway, um, your book, "Open Your Mind Before You Open Your Legs." Um, the subtitle, I guess, is what they call it. The little in parentheses, I guess, it says, "What ladies should consider before intimately engaging." Yeah. Do you take your own advice before oh, yeah. intimately I would, engaging? I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't have written it down if I wouldn't. Right, I didn't. Right. Yeah. Hey, was there ever situations where you were like, "Dang, I should have listened to me." You mean when I was like the younger version of me, or even even you know ever? But you always kind of follow your advice now. No, like there's never a situation where you're like, 
oh, I didn't, you know, do this one thing that I said to no, do. No, but it's not like, I don't, no, it's not as, I know, I know what you're asking. It's not like as rigid like that. Like my perspective is about just being honest with yourself. Right, right. So that's really, the, that's the goal. Oh, okay. It's and not so, like one, if you do this, then this will happen. If you do this, this will happen. Right, right, it's right. It's about being real. And I, I have set up in my life where if I have questions, I have friends I can ask. Cool. So if I ever if I have that pause. Right, right. Yeah. Are you like, are you out here just lying to us and like not doing what you said you're going to do? Right, yeah. And that's, a, you know, no. I mean, what people want to know when you write a book, they want to know. It's like, no, I just wrote it because it was funny. I didn't oh, yeah, no. To, you know? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, um, my perspective is like, it's real. I cool. take my, I, I listen to myself. That's, that's good to know and yeah. take your own advice. Yeah, um, so, uh, you know, you talked about the next phase of your, um, your brand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, Steve Harvey took his books and, you know, took it to a <laughs> movie. movie thing. And uh, have you ever thought about maybe uh, adapting your mm. books into movie form? That, was, that wasn't know. even a, a thing. Um, I don't know if he was the first one to do it, but a few years ago, taking like nonfiction, like actual informational books and adapting to movies. And now. You're not nonfiction because How Still I Got a Groove Back was one and Waiting yeah. to Exhale. But if they felt kind of nonfiction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'll go that route. I haven't thought about it. That I'm would be that would, out there into the atmosphere. Yeah, you got that would that would take a hell of a narrative though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then to be able to play all of the stuff into because it's not because yeah. it's not really characters. Steve Harvey kind of he kind of introduced some character kind of like there's a man yeah. who does this and he acts like right, this right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So that made it. I don't know. You know. Yeah, gave it more. But I'm not. I don't limit myself to the books. To me, like there's a, yeah, yeah. it's like a phase thing. It's like, okay. like you, I wrote those. That's how I felt at that time. Now I have like I put out video content. Right. That's just, this is where I'm at now. So I don't limit myself to like I wrote these books and I have to do something. Like I'll do something with them. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel like I have to like. Yeah, but not only the books though. Even the uh, the the video content that you put out, because I mean those yeah. are. It's all connected because it's still my perspective. So it's right, just an evolution right. of my. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. The way I think. Definitely. So yeah, yeah, we need to start thinking about the next uh, level of your evolution. Yeah, I know. We need to start thinking about the He's next. Told level. Told you. He Give Dave his cut, man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to ask you um, about like. Uh, so you already kind of talked about starting the process and how it came. It was uh, extremely organic yeah. and, you know, just kind of a uh, um, you noticing that need within yourself and mm-hmm. then sharing it with other people. So um, the people out there who want to, who are aspiring to be writers, who are actually working or like trying to get a book published and it's their dream to mm-hmm. To, to do that like do you have any advice for them like what would you tell them like because you know the hardest part of any journey is that first step right is what they say so what was your first step and what advice would you give there's a advice from one of my college professors he said let me, let me see if i remember it correctly right until you think don't write don't think until you write write until you think hmm. let's see if i remember it again don't don't think don't think until you write. Write until, until you, you think. think. Yeah. So yeah. just so just start writing. I took that. Av- I took that advice when I started. Because a lot of people, a lot of times, people they're trying so hard to like put everything into like this concise piece, and mm-hmm. you just have to start. Start just start writing some ideas down. You don't have to have chapter one. Chapter one will come together organic. Organic. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Just start writing, and I would yeah. say, and then know whether you want to self-publish your book, whether you want a publishing deal, because that's going to okay. dictate the next part. Right. How the did process. you do it? Did you have a self-publish? Okay, self-published. Yeah, I wanted to have my own uh, intellectual property. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. I mean, I wouldn't be against a book deal later on, but it would have to be set up correctly. Well, for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. So the self-publishing process, um, I, I know um, 
uh, current technology has made it a lot easier yeah. than it was before. Right. Like you had to have a printing press, I think. Oh, yeah. to, to get to, but now you can kind of get it out there. There's digital copies, and then you know you can. Yeah, get your people do ebooks too. I like yeah. physical books. I don't really like ebooks myself. Okay, so are your, is your um, content available in ebook? Yeah, they have. I have ebooks. Okay, but I like on Amazon, but I don't tip. I don't like reading them myself. Okay. I don't like reading ebooks. Rather, I like physical books. So it's something on. about it. I don't need. Like I've tried to, you know, get into it. Like I got, um, I got uh, the Google version of the books on my phone, okay. and I downloaded a few. But it's something Dave, about not turning the page. You don't read books. Well, Playboy is a book. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> comic books are books. It's right in the name, comic book. No, but, uh, but yeah, there's something about physically turning yeah. the page and stuff like that that you miss with that whole, yeah. you know. But, if you, so. if you, but every writer has to determine, like, as far as the advice exactly. goes, you got to figure out, do you want a physical book? Do you want just the e-book? That, yeah, you, that will determine. Decisions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that you have to make. Do you have, like, um, audio books? Do you, do you read them? No, I don't, I don't like audio books either. You would have to read it and just read the whole thing. You could read your own book, right, and just tape it and send it to people or, you know, oh yeah okay. i mean i people have asked me for that but i haven't i'm just not there yet i don't oh, even like listening to them for me oh okay oh, okay yeah other yeah. people's yes yeah, i guess yes yeah, like pre- it's all pre- it's all pre- uh, preference i just like reading them i don't like reading books oh, okay people okay. get fancy like i just like i don't like audio books that's their pre- no. they take a long time the audio book yeah. yeah it takes longer than reading it yourself i think so I've never like done the audiobook thing, so I have no idea. Yeah. But um, but yeah. I mean, some uh, people like it, like it, I guess especially if it's in your voice and people have a connection to your voice. Right, right, but, right. Yeah, I'm good for now. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah. All right. That's looks it. Like, looks like you, you ran, ran out of questions. No, All right, guys. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do want right. to ask you. So there's a question that I always ask all of our guests. Here we go. And um, I always enjoy. I probably asked you. I'm about to say. I remember you asking her this the last time. Oh, okay. What was mm. her answer? Don't tell it. Don't tell oh. it. You might, you might have Maybe I have a different. Yeah, she's different. Yeah, yeah. She's so, evolved. evolved. What's the word? What's the word? I've evolved into having no the Cardi audacity. word. Audacity. Yeah. But she has all new audacity now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, looking back at young Britney Presley, mm-hmm. uh, let's say you're about you know 13 years old. Uh, now you've lived, you've um, grown, you've gained audacity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, with everything that you've been through, all the wisdom that you had, if you had the, uh, the chance, the ability to go back in time and have a conversation with young Brittany Presley, what would you say to yourself? 13. At 13. I was in high school. Okay. What would I say to myself? It's a good question. I'm going to just talk out loud while I'm thinking, Dave. Yeah, don't think till you talk. Talk till you think. Exactly. That's right, Dave. That's what. That's really good to like bring that back. Okay. I don't know. I feel like I, I'm trying to think. Like a lot of people say, I was. I would say, don't care about what people think. But yeah, I, 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 I definitely. But I definitely didn't give a shit at 13. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had the, the only one person I've. I can't. Who was it that was like? I wouldn't say anything. I was. I probably listened yeah, I, to yeah. what the, she had to say to me. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I was gonna say that too, but I was trying to give it, go a different route because I feel like uh-huh. I, I probably said that last time. I don't, I don't remember. Was it you that said that? That you wouldn't say anything? It probably was me. That's how I feel. I wouldn't say anything. So one, I don't know if I would have listened. I was, you know, a little more, <laughs> a little more hard-headed at that age. Even to yourself, though? Yeah, but I, if you I, came I like back? how I turned out now, though. Yeah, you're pretty dope. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that I was, I would say anything to my 13-year-old self. There probably are things that maybe, like, in certain situations yes. I would have said, but mm-hmm. I cannot think of them at the current time. Okay. Okay. What would you say to your 13-year-old self, Dave? Nobody's ever asked me that. Oh, my gosh. It's like... Uh, <laughs> no one cares about you. Right, nobody cares about what I would say. I have no idea. I would I'd say... Um, uh, I, 
Stay away from that dude next door. Well, no, nah, <laughs> he smokes the reefer. No, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but I would, uh, I mean, it would probably be like, uh, I think um, from maybe like the age like that I came into understanding, kind of started to understand like how the world was and mm-hmm. stuff. There was a lot of fear, like in a lot of ways um, at that time, up until like maybe 15 or 16, my life was pretty much dictated by fear. So it would be like, okay. stop being a bitch, nigga. You know, it would be like, get out of there. Come on, man, because it's stuff we got to do that we could have did years ago, you know, yeah. that I could have done, you know. But uh, so, yeah, ready. yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm ready now. That's I don't yeah. I don't think I've ever asked other Jay. What would you say to younger Jay? You've asked me before. Did I ask you? What did you say? What I don't remember. But uh, but yeah, in, now in, what would you say? Like knowing of, everything you know now. Uh, what's the word? Audacity. audacity. In the spirit of audacity. Uh, <laughs> That's your name now. It's not even Brittany anymore. It's audacity. So I guess t- today answering that question, I would probably quote uh, an author by the name of Neely Fuller. Mm-hmm. And if I was talking to my thirteen-year-old self, I'd be like, you know. If you don't understand racism and white supremacy, nothing else will make sense to you. And your thirteen-year-old self would be like, "What the hell is this yeah. old dude talking nah, about?" No, like, nah, I, I was on that when I was thirteen because I remember when I was thirteen, I also was in high school. I was at uh, I was at Carroll, and I was having a real tough time mm-hmm. understanding like the culture of authority. Like I was right. I was having a real tough time understanding like my white teacher teaching me religion and Mm -hmm. me you know i just i remember these things vividly and like me getting in trouble like being in the principal's office all the time my mother having to come up to the school all the time and i'm like yo my something up with them but i couldn't i couldn't pinpoint what it was i couldn't pinpoint like my frustration and confusion which made me seem like a problem student yeah but it's like the problem was like these people shouldn't be teaching me this information. Like, this information is false. It's not connecting. And y'all blaming me mm-hmm. for not being receptive to miseducation and misinformation. So I think if, I would, if somebody older than me mm-hmm. would have pulled me to the side and been like, look, man, you're going to run into these issues because of this. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't understand what's going on. I think that would have been helpful for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. But Interesting. I have something now. Sure. Thank sure. You. Thank yeah, you. it gave you time. I, I need some stimulation. Yeah, yeah, it gave you the audacity to. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna leave audacity alone. We don't want to overplay it. Before. No, actually, I realized that um, you were talking about fear too, and mm-hmm. I used to get in trouble in school too for um, being disruptive. Yeah. Normally, I was right. just bored with the. It was just bored. You told me Christopher right. Columbus because they teaching you BS and yeah. you know it. <laughs> yeah. 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 America. Yeah. This doesn't feel right. right. It's like, weird. are you sure? I think when I was when I was thirteen. Um, something I was afraid of. I was afraid of like a relationships with guys. Like okay. I, I thought the seriousness of. A you should have been at thirteen. No, but, I'm sorry. No, but like, no, no, no. I know. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. But I ahead, mean, like, I'm sorry. I thought that as a, like back in the day when women were, I guess moral moral press. Women, I, mm. I just saw women like tiptoeing around men being like insecure. Yeah. Mm. Like women just didn't have the audacity. There you go. To bring it back. Yeah. Not to be their self. Right. And right. I felt like I would. I had like a. I was like fluid with guys just talking like casual yeah, or yeah. we can exist in like a, a gray area. So if you ask okay. me to be your girlfriend, I was like, oh, that sounds too serious. That's I t- so interesting. Because I thought that, I thought that what made women um, turn their self down in relationships was the formality of it. I'm talking oh, about wow. older women. Like, right, right, right. right so yeah. I was af- afraid of this um, formality. And I think yeah. if I were to go back, I would tell myself like, like that that's them and like mm. you're you and there's nothing right. to be afraid right. of. Right, yeah. I, I didn't no understand to... that. So it kinda of protected wow. me in a little bit 
in a, in a lot of ways because I didn't like jump off the deep end. I right, right, that, right, like, right. That pause, like, mm. I don't want to be that. Yeah, yeah, but like we could be, we can do everything that we're, like go to movies, go to the mall. Like, as yeah. far as this whole like girlfriend thing, I was like, oh, mm, yeah. that sounds too serious for me. Right, right, right. And I don't want to be, you know, I wish I homemaker immediately. Like, I wish I would have had somebody like that was older than me, like an older woman, explain like. Yeah. I don't know if I would have understood it at 13, but I, right, I, I, right, that right. would have been, been helpful to me. To I understand. think you could find a way, though, to explain it to yourself. where Because understanding who you were at that time, you may be able to find a way. Like, oh, like yeah. what Jay was saying. Um, like not, all women, like, turn it, not all women get into a relationship and change. Clinic, right, it's, right, it's right. affirmed through, like, you know, when you get to high school, girls want to, like, go with their boyfriend now. They want, like, they stop mm. hanging out. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, damn, so when people get in relationships, they change who they are. Yeah, they don't have yeah. fun no more. That's yeah, what, but it's just a different like. kind of... Right, right, right. Yeah. And I understand it. It's just a different kind of fun yeah. that they're having. But it, or they just <laughs> don't have... Sorry. They don't have the balance between, like... Right, right, right. ...with your friends, have your boyfriend, on, like, not on the side, but, like, you know, you do... You do yeah, yeah, yeah. out with both. I feel like people were just so... Women were so imbalanced back then. Yeah, it's so interesting to see... Um, to get the understanding that, uh, you know, uh, and and realizing that it would have to be that way though that you know women to a certain extent see you know the world through the lens of that inequality that um oppression just like we as black people see the world through the lens of our oppression and that's just always i always feel like uh uh, as a man i always feel like uh or sometimes you know um when these revelations come about i always uh this must be what white people feel like when they find (laughs) out oh really Oppressed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is happening? <laughs> right. They're like, what? oh my gosh. You police, know, police so killed that so guy for because he was black. Oh, right. Shit. I've been told they weren't they're just yeah. doing their job. Yeah, yeah. He was resisting. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't resisting. Yeah, well, I yeah. see it on the tape. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like he's yeah. resisting. But, you know, so yeah, and I always I kind of feel like yeah. that's just interesting to, to have, um, you know, uh, specific examples of, of um, you know, women saying, uh, you know, life through the eyes of their, yeah, through the lens of their. When you're a young woman, you're looking at the behavior of older women. And exactly. That's where you're, exactly. you're getting content. Exactly. Not exactly. content. That's where you're getting information from. So for me, when I was younger, I was like, "Oh, I don't like, I don't like that." Because I want to be myself. I want right, to still right, have fun right. with my friends. I want to still like have balance. And I just right, hadn't right, seen right. that, so I thought like, "Oh, so when you get in a relationship, then the balance stops. You're right, not yourself right, anymore." Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So and yeah. I'm, and it's tough. Like I think for, uh, I was gonna say women, but for young people, uh, uh, you know, of all genders, because. Um, where they would get the idea of that balance would be from, you know, the in house. yeah, in the house. In and so family, if it's yeah. not there, uh, the world wasn't yeah. really set up like that back then either. Right. Like yeah. 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 And so, um, but yeah, that's a whole nother conversation yeah, that, sure is. Uh, that would start a whole nother show. <laughs> so you got to come back again yeah, for sure. a whole bunch of times and, uh, hang out with us yeah. some more. Uh, this has been, uh, as fun as I thought it would be, it's always good to see you. Same here. And uh, have you come through and kick it with us? Um, I'm a huge fan of your, uh, you know, your wisdom and your intellect <laughs> that you that you garnered at, 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 at such a young age. You know what I'm saying? And that uh, you know you share with the world. So, and I appreciate you for it. Thanks, Dave. Uh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And uh, and Jay, you're cool too. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but you are now. But uh, so, yeah, uh, on behalf of myself, Super Dave, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible. Super. Jason, D.C.'s native son. Hey. And um, the greatest literary uh, contribution to, no, uh, the greatest author of our time. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, a, pr- a, a really dope author, though. Uh, check out her books. Let me go back through this one more time. And as a matter of fact. Dave's looking out for you. I know. Yeah. I appreciate that. Dave. So, what are they called now? This one is Loving Inward, Living Outward, right. Looking Forward. And uh, 
Then that was followed by Open your mind before you open your lips. Wait, wait, you gotta say the critically acclaimed. (laughs) And then the follow up to that one was Open your mind before you open your mouth. And where can they find these books? All on Amazon.com. Hey. You can type in Brittany Presley, though. Yeah, yeah. That's what I You search you on, uh, you know, um, Google and stuff. There's an actress that comes up, I see too, that. But um, we got we to gotta get her out yeah, the I, way. I got to use that SEO out. to um, yeah. remove her. Yeah, get her out the way. Yeah. But, um, and, uh, you know, your uh, daily, or not daily, but your affirmations and your uh, video content. That's so funny you call them affirmations. See. I don't think of them that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it's affirming. Like, people see that and be like. She is right. I am affirmed. I have the audacity now. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, if people want to see that or follow you on social media, where can oh, they Insta- find you? Oh, Instagram is Brittany Presley. Is my name going to be on this? Uh, yes, okay. it will be. Spelled yep, out so, correctly. Okay, perfect. They and then, uh, editing. And then once Instagram, there's a link to like Twitter and Facebook and all that. Okay, okay. So, yeah, start with Instagram for and, sure. you know, yeah, see everything else. Thank you so much for coming through. Thanks for having me, yeah, Dave, Jason. So, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this has been another episode of Neighbors. Join us next week when we will have the audacity to uh, talk about some more stuff and make you laugh and, you know, <sighs> entertain and things like that. He did the patented, that's the patented Jason <laughs> XL. Every every um, show I every, tell Every joke, bad joke. Yeah, that, uh, that <laughs> gets the the patented Jason yeah. XL. And I don't stop. I just keep pounding. I'm gonna get you know I'm, because I make him laugh more. I think than he does the XL. I believe mm. it's probably balanced. Overestimating yourself. I, over, no, I, I, I don't know. I had we'll we'll go with it, Dave. I'm feeling good today. We'll go with All it. All right, I appreciate that. All right, thank you guys for watching. Peace. Peace.